I, uh, I didn't want to. There it is. Okay, so now you can go on Mixler. The stream has started on Mixler. Uh, I, did, I went on Mixler. I, I didn't want to start it because it, uh, they can't hear the intro for whatever oh. reason. Like, there's just – with this new Mixer and all the new stuff going on, like, I haven't worked out all the kinks yet. Clearly, yeah. Yeah, clearly. Um, whatever happened today just now, I have no yeah, fucking idea. That was, a, that was a left field. Echoey shit. That was left field. Uh, that wasn't anything that I did. Just um, fly by the seam of the pants over here. Seat of the pants, baby. You know, we're like the Colts. We just we walk into week 18 just completely unprepared, and we just say we show up, and we're like, fuck it. We'll win. But they don't. But then they don't. <laughs> and, then they, and then they wonder why they got caught with their pants around their ankles. So. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, more on that, but we'll get into that. So if you want to uh, listen to... Uh, if you want to listen to that audio-only streaming, click that link right there in the description. You won't tie up your uh, your device listening to it. And if uh, if you notice, I look better. Like, my beard looks cleaner. I don't think anybody notices that. Oh, they should notice it. You're behind a microphone. But look at that. Look at that. Yeah, it now is. that you're bringing attention to it. It's perfect. It's perfect in every sense of the manner. Yep. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to my boy, Drew at Flawless Cuts in Somerset. Oh, uh, if you need a lineup or a haircut, that's, that's your man's. <laughs> Uh, I'll put the link in the description of that uh, as well after the show. So you can uh, go get a haircut or a lineup from Drew. Clearly, he took this mangled mess. It's very straight. It's yeah. very. This thing was like a mangled, curly mess. It was going in different directions. And he trimmed it down a little bit, but, you know, yeah, kept got, it thick. It's got good geometry. Yeah, and now the lines look good. But well, that's, that's what it's all about. That's well, that's it. It's it all about the lines, bro. Like, you got to have the lines. Like, you got to make sure the shit's sharp. Yeah. Drew's a professional. If He's you don't look like fucking Leonidas from fucking 300, I don't want you to fucking cut my beard. Right, which you don't have one anyway, so you don't ever have to worry about that. Well, but. if I grew one, it'd be fucking ill as fuck, but I just don't because <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, it'd just, be ill as fuck. It, <laughs> it would, though. I grow a, I grow a mean-ass fucking beard. Don't get, don't, don't get, you know what I mean? It gets real. It's multicolored, and it's weird looking, but it's, it's thick. It's very thick and rich. Right, right, right. So the first thing I want, yeah, thick and rich, right, right, right. Uh, the first thing I want to get into is this LeBron James uh, thing. It happened kind of late last week, like early last week, like right after we got off the show. Uh, so the Wizards are playing the Rockets. Kevin Porter Jr. hits a game winner. And we have the clip. We'll show you here in a second. Yep. The uh, Wizards announcer made an unfortunate... Choice had used an unfortunate choice of words, so he. It's just so coincidental. It was about as coincidental as coincidental gets. Like what did I say? Coincidental? No, coincidental. Coincidental. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was innocuous. It was really not that big of a deal. But it sparked some outrage. Of course. So let's play the clip. 2022 here. Of course, something that somebody linked from something that isn't, you know, even connected to or, or you know what I mean? You can't yeah, of course. Like a- right. Of course. Somebody was offended by this, obviously. And of course, LeBron James is the one driving the uh, the outrage train. So oh, wow. let's take a listen to the let's look at the clip and then we'll let you decide. Oh, come on. It's going to be like this now. <laughs> Do you Dang remember on. what you did to fix the other problem? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I, dude, like every week, you're like you're like a fucking Russian on a space station. <laughs> like every like it, things just go wrong for no reason. You're like fucking hitting me. Hitting I'm like the guy in uh, Armageddon where I'm just like bashing shit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like you. <laughs> like it's like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. So that, that guy from fucking Armageddon. Let's see if this works. I don't the know. The Russian well. space station guy. No, that made it worse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. 
let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can fix this real quick. So what? They just like obviously, like nailing him to the cross because yeah, because he he played. So he says during the broadcast, he says, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. And I'm, I'm going to get this working. Hold on, uh, because this is it doesn't really do it justice uh, to just us explain with it. me explaining it to yeah. somebody. You know, uh, let's see, probably let's see, sound that? No, that's not it. It should be. I feel like LeBron's always bitching. It should be this one. Like, he's always bitching about something. Or, like, trying to connect something. Like, forever bitching. Like, always trying to connect these dots that, like, don't exist with these, like, racial issues and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, shut up up and dribble. No, I mean, I'm not about that either. Like, yeah, everybody has their their opinion. Like, whatever. He's going to spoil it. He can can use that if he wants to. Does this work? No. So there you hear it. Okay, you can hear it. It's not Pull great audio trigger. quality. I apologize for the audio quality. I don't know why it's uh, it's being like that. But uh, <laughs> you get the, you get the idea. You can hear it. So he says he pulled the trigger, just like his dad. Just like his dad. Now, this was the so this is the tweet uh, that LeBron had sent out as this was happening. Somebody like LeBron didn't see this go down. By the way, somebody like tagged LeBron and or sent this to LeBron. And then this was LeBron's response. Oh, we thought this was cool, huh? Nah, we ain't going for this. Sorry, but this ain't going to fly. How insensitive can you be to say something like this? Beat it, man. I pray for you, but there's no place in our beautiful game for you. So there goes woke King James scorching, going scorch earth. And if you read the comments of this Twitter thread, and I read a lot of them. I didn't. I it didn't. was just, it was so cringy. Because the amount of people that were like that were just sitting there like flocking to his side. Oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Oh my God, that's so right. Like, so to give you the backstory on this, this guy who was doing the uh, the play by play for uh, the for for the Wizards wrongly assumed that Kevin Porter Jr. was the son of Kevin Porter Sr who played in the league from, like, 71 to 83 and then coached up until the late 80s, you know, bounced around the league a little bit. He, he assumed it was his son because it's Kevin Porter Jr. That was Kevin Porter. Kind of an easy connection to right. make. Stays in the family, family athletes, family yeah. shit happens so, all the time. I mean, one would look at that and say, like, hmm, like, maybe Kevin Porter Sr. is a little, he's a, you know, he might be a little old to just have a son who's just now coming into like you know into his own and you know Porter's I think been in the league for like about three or four years Porter Jr. Don't even know you know like he might be a little old to have a kid but still you the never league, know but you don't know people Who knows? have fucking guys maybe, have- maybe he's adopted I don't fucking know like yeah. I, I I have no idea but the last thing so of course everybody starts running to Twitter and they're like this motherfucker and they post links Kevin Porter Jr who doesn't go, whose dad goes by a different name. He's not, he doesn't, he uses his middle name uh, as the, uh, as his first name. Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad uh, pled guilty to a fatal shooting in 1993 and was himself gunned down in 2004. 
So, of course, everybody, all the outrage mob, just attacks. They're just like, fuck this guy. Like, this guy needs to fucking fry. Fuck him. Fuck his livelihood. Fuck his job. Take everything from him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. So the guy comes out and apologizes. And he's like, listen, like, I I didn't realize it wasn't his dad. I thought this was his dad. I didn't realize the situation with Kevin Porter Jr.'s actual dad. My fault. My bad. And you would assume that the response would just be like, all right, man, like, hey, you made a mistake. No big deal. Like, we overreacted a little bit, but, you know, you made a mistake. It's no big deal. Wrong. The woke mob. Wrong. Everybody that starts, everybody comes out now, and they're, you know, especially on LeBron's page, and even LeBron said it in an interview, well, it's his fault for not doing his homework. He should have, he's the one calling the game. He should have known about his father. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, you want this guy to go and research the dad of a player who he assumed was in the league. So he had no reason to go and, like, look up Kevin Porter Jr.'s actual dad. Right. He just made an honest mistake thinking it was his dad. Like, what level, and this is what I fucking hate about LeBron James, and this is why it makes it so impossible to defend him sometimes, because he does stupid shit like this. Yeah, he's kind of a fucking moron. Like, he goes now, so now he's blaming the play-by-play caller for not doing his homework for him looking like a giant asshole and calling for him to be fired over a pretty innocuous mistake. Right. And this is the problem that I have with LeBron and athletes and, and a lot of these guys. Like, a lot of these guys need to just, they do need to just shut up and dribble. I'm sorry. Like, LeBron, you got basically a participation trophy for complete completing high school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't need to take my political or life advice from you. Yeah. Congratulations. You're six foot ten, you're three hundred pounds, and you can move like a gazelle, and you're maybe the greatest basketball player of all time. That doesn't make you qualified to tell me about anything. Sorry. No. Nope. If we're talking about basketball, I will listen. I, I don't care about your opinion on anything else. And I think a lot of people feel that same way. A lot of people don't care not just about what LeBron says, but athletes in general, actors, famous people. No one cares what you think. Ricky Gervais said it best when he hosted the uh, the that Golden Globes beautiful. or whatever a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. The last oh, time yeah. he's like, no one cares about your little cause that you're preaching about from your ivory tower. Get up here, accept your little fucking award, thank your God and your crew, and get the fuck yeah, off the stage. Pretty much. No one cares about... Climate. No one's here to no hear about you lecture us about climate change or voting or as you came here on your private jet or yeah. your five hundred foot yacht. No one, that no one you, wants to hear yeah. that shit, dude. No one cares. So LeBron has this. So this is and this is my beef with LeBron. Like if if LeBron didn't wear purple and gold, I don't know that I would still be supporting him at this point. Like I definitely don't support him off the court, and and that really sucks to say because he does do a real a lot of really good stuff for people. Like he does, you know, he's put tons of money back into, you know, youth centers in Cleveland, schools, this, that, the other thing. He's done a lot of really good things, but every time he opens his mouth, it's just so cringeworthy. It's like, dude, just stop. Like, these are unforced errors. No one's making you comment on this. Right. You're commenting because you want to, and then you don't take the three seconds to check and see what's actually going on. Then you have the balls to not only just say, like, oh, okay, he made a mistake, my bad. I thought he was making a stupid joke. Insert foot in mouth. Yeah, I thought he just, all he had to say was, oh, okay, I thought he was just making an insensitive-ass joke. Yeah. Because that would have been fucked up. No, but he went fucking hard in the paint on another fucking, you know, 
you know, activist type standpoint, fucking political. That's that's just weird. I don't know why he gets his rocks off doing that shit. It's not like he doesn't have enough, you know, spotlight. I'll tell you why: narcissism, for, arrogance. Like, are you kidding me? All like, those things. You know what I mean? He's basically the number one thing out of any like ESPN, you know, whatever show you want to go PTI, you want to go, you know, whatever. Good morning, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. LeBron James all over the place. It's right, not you, like he doesn't get enough attention. Attention. Why bring the poli- why political? statements are never an argument you're going to win no matter what with any audience so like why bring it up to the one that you have that looks up to you or anybody else that can i don't know it's just it, it bugs me out why these athletes get on this soapbox and and start talking shit about because because again they think that they're they think they're smarter than everybody they think they're better because in in lebron's defense he has been told since he was probably eight or nine years old yeah he's better than everybody I mean, the kids. The kid was growing. We I knew know. in high school. The kid, his 18th birthday, he had 90 yeah. million dollars. Like he hasn't lived. He's lived a Nine, yeah. Nike. He's lived a very cushy life. I just don't get it why they come out with that shit. It just bugs me out every time. Because it's it's just what they do. I like the smart ones that stay quiet about their shit. You know, you what know who makes good statements about things like that? It was an athlete you could go listen to, like Julian Edelman. Like listen to Julian Edelman. Really? Some of the stuff Never he's come out. And he's, you know, there's there are guys out there that are well-spoken, that are articulate. Aaron right. Rodgers is one. You might not agree with him, but that's okay. Right. If you're if you're so open to having well, the discussion. Everybody thinks he's probably a Trump supporter at this point or some shit because he's fucked the vaccine and this and that. So you already even, know but, what most people but if have you made there. To, if you listen to what he said, he said, I know he says, you know, the right's going to make a hero out of me. The left's going to make a villain out of me. Fuck both of them. I don't, I don't need either of them. Yeah, true. So he just stays right in the middle. Boom, there it is. I don't need I don't care about Aaron Rodgers' political affiliation. Neither I don't do I. I don't I don't root for people or not root for people based on who they vote for. I don't fucking care. It's just like I'm not friends with people. I'm not only friends with people who vote or think the way I do. Right. Because that's how you stymie yourself. That's how you handicap yourself. That's how you don't have open discussions <laughs> and be open to new ideas and different things. Yeah. It's called progress for a reason because you have to be allow allow yourself to be open to other people's opinions. You don't have to agree with them, but you got to yeah. allow yourself to be open to them. That being said, I'll step down off my soapbox now. The whole LeBron James thing is just it's it's so fucking frustrating because I just want LeBron to win the Lakers titles. And I don't want to have to sit here and defend LeBron in these situations where he says these stupid things. Because Off-court situation. Yeah, off-court. Like, just, dude, just don't do it. Just stop. You, like, and it's not like he doesn't have a history now of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Remember a couple of months ago when that cop shot that black girl that was going to stab the other black girl and he saved the girl's life? Yes. And LeBron James put, you know, put a, put, tweeted at it, like, you're next because it was in the wake of the Derek Chauvin thing. Right. And he put a target on the back of this perfectly innocent cop who was doing his job. Cop right. literally saves an innocent life from a fucking crazed fat bitch wielding a knife. Right. Stabbing the and, shit out of her. And the first thing LeBron James wants to do is fucking crucify the guy. Yeah. So and defend don't, the so don't so don't tell me like I don't want to hear from LeBron about oh he should have done his homework. No 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 LeBron you should have done your homework. Facts. You should have gone and looked a little bit deeper. Don't pass the buck. Have some fucking accountability, okay? You want to be Mr. Fucking Voice of the Generation? Grow a set and own it. It's okay to be wrong. I wouldn't know because I'm never wrong, but I assume (laughs) it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. But he just, he gets on the, it's like you said, he gets his rocks off on these situations, and it's just, dude, like, I don't, 
I, I don't need to be defending you in this. And I, I've stopped defending him. If somebody wants to say, da, fuck LeBron, he sucks, fucking overrated piece of shit, crybaby, what? I'm like, whatever. I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to defend him anymore. I, he is. Is he playing good basketball? Cool. That's. I don't give a fuck about basketball right now. Yeah, that's honestly, it's like a dead sport to me, man. I could give two shits. Uh, I was talking it's to somebody. So bad, I was talking to somebody man. the other day about I basketball. Just... Oh, sorry. This morning, I was at the uh, barber shop, and I was telling I was telling Drew, my barber, who did this great lineup on my face. Yeah. Uh, I was telling him, I'm like, look, I'm like, I get people text me all say, oh, fucking Lakers, <laughs> and I'm like, listen, man. There's like five important dates in the NBA season, okay? Opening night, Christmas, the trade deadline, the start of the playoffs. Four four days. That's it. Those are the only four days I care about. I don't care about the all-star break. I don't really even care about late-season basketball unless it really means something. I don't care. It's just – it's so – the the regular season is such a formality in the NBA – I mean, you got guys that don't. Nobody plays back to backs anymore. Right. You know, these guys are sitting half the time. Like it's load management, which again, I get. These guys want to stretch their careers as long as they can to make as much money as they can. Of course. I understand the reason behind it, but as a fan, yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, imagine going. Imagine going to a, a Spurs home game or a Celtics home game, and it's you know it's it's Celtics Lakers, and you're like, oh shit, oh shit. But the Celtics just played the Miami Heat last night, and the Lakers were in Madison Square Garden playing the Knicks. And now, you know, LeBron, AD, and uh, Melo and Westbrook are all sitting, in, and Tatum and Brown are sitting because they just because they're not playing back to backs. So you got a bunch of backups from the Lakers playing a bunch of backups from the Celtics. Yeah, and that sucks. And you're paying prime time money to go to that. We game. went to the fucking Sixers Celtics game because we wanted to go see Kyrie play. And the one night we fucking go, guess who's not fucking playing? Fucking Kyrie Irving. That he's. Fucking fuck! He's man. losing his shit fuck too. Fuck that! He's the Antonio Brown of the NBA. He's uh, well, uh, you didn't see it, but he there was a play last night where he uh, he went after uh, I can't remember the kid's name. What was his name? Uh, oh, for God's sakes! I'll tell you in a second. He went diving for a ball, and uh, and the guy was like wicked pissed off about it. Like he was all ju- he, Kyrie was all pissed off. He's like, you know, it was unnecessary. He could have he could have hurt me. Uh, let's see, it was uh. What do you mean hurt him? Like how? Like diving for a ball to go like going out of bounds or something? Yeah, like this? Na- Nasser Little. That was so what it was. to save possession. This yeah. guy dove out of bounds. Or so something? he's so they're both running. You can see it. You can see it right there. It, it's they're both running for the ball. It's going towards the out of bounds line. I, I, sh- I should have posted this video up too. Oh yeah. Uh, it's yeah. going towards the out of bounds line, and the guy dies for it, trying to save a possession, or bounce it off Kyrie's foot. Whatever. He's trying to save a possession, and Kyrie's like, you know, that was unnecessary. He could have hurt me. Blah, blah, blah. He didn't have to do that. It's like, dude, like just because this kid's actually playing the game the way it's supposed to be played doesn't mean you get to cry about it. Shut up. Fuck off. No offense, but Kyrie wouldn't have lasted in uh he wouldn't have he wouldn't have lasted a day in DYAA fucking <laughs> He wouldn't have lasted a day. I would have clotheslined him yeah. on the opening. I would've I would have I would have clotheslined him on like the opening possession and that would have been it. And they're like, Wah, I got a the fucking house his ass. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I follow every game. I wasn't good at basketball, but man, could I follow the shit out of people. Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking had so many fouled out games. It was so Oh great. I dude, I fouled out. I remember senior year of high school, dude. I fouled out by halftime at least fifty percent of the time. All the time, dude. At I least fifty percent. And that's not an exaggeration. Right. Fouled out by halftime at least 50% of the time. But I probably also had three Which was times nice, the amount I could of sit steals on the bench. as I did fouls. Well, yeah, you were actually somewhat decent of an athlete. 
yeah, in I high school. I wasn't. I mean, I was for my size, but not not like that. Not in bat. Not on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Not on the basketball court. Uh, 774-992-8702. Give us a call if you want to get in on the LeBron James talk. Give us your thoughts, your f- feelings, comments on it. Uh, let's let's keep it in the NBA real quick because this is really funny. Okay. Um, this is a very funny video <laughs> that we have. Uh, so there's a, a post-game interview going down. I don't know. Have you seen this? Have no. you seen this? Have you heard about this? No. Uh, well, just, yeah, just check, check this shit out. Like, the woman's just standing there. I can't see it. And uh, open up the open up the group the group chat for WhatsApp. It's in there. You watch it. I'll, I'll play it again because this is hysterical. Like she's just standing there, and just bow, straight to the floor. And like the mascot is just standing there looking at her, like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? Like, everyone just stands around looking at this poor girl who just ate shit super hard. Onto the floor. Why did she do that? I don't. We don't know. She just slipped. Like she had heels on. She must have just slipped off the floor. Like it was fucking hilarious. What the fuck? I died laughing. <laughs> right on her face. Yeah, and it, I mean, like, granted, oh. it's funny because she was she's laughing in the video, so you can see it. Like oh, okay. she starts That's chuckling fucked. and she's laughing, and it's That's like, fun. oh, okay. Well, like, I was laughing before I knew that, but whatever. Right. <laughs> so it was just one of those things. It was hilarious, dude. I've never. The best part was everybody just standing around like. Uh, Nobody rushes to help. Everyone's just like, "What the fuck uh, just happened?" Do we rush? Is still on air? Do we go in? Do we <laughs> right? Is, it like, is this still? Is this? Are we still filming? Fuck. The cameraman just like I love the cameraman just points. <laughs> He's just like she's down, down. We got a reporter down. We got a reporter down. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, that was a that was a very funny thing. So uh, anyway, on to not so funny things. Let's let's get into the NFL, Paul. Oh boy. Down in Duval County. <laughs> Sunshine and the Jags. I don't fucking get it, Win dude. And you're in. Win and you're in. That's all the Colts had to do. Beat the two and fourteen Jacksonville Jaguars. We will now be picking with the number one overall pick for the second consecutive year. All you had to do was beat them. All you had to do was beat them, and you're in the playoffs. I, I mean, I know you watched about as much of the game as I did because we were, you know, putting the TV together and we didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. But what the fuck happened to the fucking Colts? Carson Wentz got sacked six fucking times. Did did the Where Colts the fuck was the old line? Just no, JT didn't even rush for a hundred. And here we were a couple weeks ago talking, like looking at like, oh, they got the Raiders and the Jags to finish the season. I thought we were going to be good. He could break two thousand. Like, we were talking about how he might he could go for a buck fifty a game and break 2,000. Facts, dude. Facts. I mean, the Jet, the Raiders game was one thing. That was just like. No, nah, that pissed me off, too. The Raiders had no business beating us. No, the Raiders. And they don't really have any business being no. in the playoffs, either. They'll no, be one and no. done, which is whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's cute. It, it, right. Good small job. Claps. Small, small claps. claps. Small yeah. claps. Small claps. Peak Derek Carr. And it's sad because I like Derek Carr as a quarterback, but he'll never be better than what he is right now if he stays in Oakland. This is the first time he's ever started in a fucking playoff game. Yeah, they haven't been to the playoffs in 16. This is the first time he started in it. First time ever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really, dude? Like, all this talk about, oh, Derek Carr is just, uh, day, 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 day. this is his first like, start. I like Derek Carr, like, but yeah. The, I really don't. The Raiders aren't that good, and they haven't been that good around him. I don't and, really like the Raiders at all. No, I mean, I hate the Raiders. They Low the Raiders. They fucked my shit up, and they can get fucked. 
fuck. No, I'm just kidding, but like, yeah. No, I mean, 500. All, all we got to do, one out of the last two games for teams that are absolute trash. And we can't even fucking. Well, one's low key trash. The other one is the Jaguars, which are absolute gutter trash. Yeah, they're not even. Oh, my God. I know. But you know what? It's not. Somehow, I think I took it pretty well because I wasn't that surprised at the fact that this entire season we've been so up and down. Mm hmm. We've smashed good teams. Right, we, you guys smashed the Cardinals, Bills, and Patriots. Right, we pulled out against bad, against, you know. we. You pulled, had the Rams and the Bucks on the ropes. Right. You know, Ravens. you had the Titans on the ropes, the, the Ravens. Like, right. So many, so many small, small errors. <laughs> just like, yeah, and it, it kind of just all culminated in Jacksonville. But, like, if you had told me going into the week 18, the 17th game of the season, or let me put it this way. You told me preseason. Carson Wentz was only going to throw two interceptions all year on the road. That's it, two. Two interceptions. Right. I would have been like, Colts are going 14-3, and three, or four, th- four, whatever, 14. Two picks on the road, that's yeah. it. Two picks on the road? Both left-handed in the red zone, five-yard pick six. No, no, those were at home. Those were <laughs> yeah, at home. Because the two interceptions he threw on the road were both against Jacksonville. Jackson, yeah. So if you told me that going into the season, I would have had the Colts as a slam dunk favorite in the AFC. Like they would have absolutely been up there with Buffalo, Kansas City. You know, I mean, preseason we had Baltimore probably pretty high. Those yep. guys would have been the, – the, the Colts would have absolutely been in that conversation if you told me that. Then you get to week 17 or week 18, 17, game 17. Carson Wentz throws his first road interception of the year. In what a game that where they were they never felt like they were in it, like it was one of those games where like you could just see how flat the Colts were playing, yeah, and how much they didn't care. I mean, you've got fans in the stands in Jacksonville dressing up in clown costumes, mocking the organization because they're a clown show, right? And we get beat by them, and then you lose to them. Biggest embarrassment, I think, in. I don't know. When was the last time? When was that play against the Patriots? The, oh, the uh, Pat McAfee where they the fake punt where they yeah, snapped, where they actually yeah, snapped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How long ago was that? Seven, four or five years ago now. No, really. Oh, yeah, seventeen, sixteen. Okay. okay, somewhere in there. Well, there you go. This loss trumps that. <laughs> oh no, this is without a doubt. This is this, this is one of the, the worst, worst losses, losses, regular season losses I can remember in recent Colts memory. Yeah, I mean, this is bad. This was horrible. QBR, obviously, it's a you know, stat that. Georgia uh, would have beat us. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Georgia would have beat us. Probably not. Georgia could Shh, barely, don't, beat, don't. barely beat Bama. Shh. We'll talk about that, too. Georgia would have beat us. Stat that. Uh, <laughs> a perfect QBR is 100. An average QBR is 50. In a must-win play-in game, Carson Wentz had a 4.4 QBR. 4.4. 4.4, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's tough, dude, because you look at statistically what Carson Wentz did this year, and you're like, all right, like, not bad. Like, with that running game and that defense, that should have been good enough to win you a bunch of games. Granted, they did. They were in a win-and-in scenario in in the final week of the season. But they should have been, like, comfortably in the playoffs, at least in, like, competing for the division. Absolutely. But then if you watch, and we watched a lot of the Colts this year. Of course. Carson Wentz 
statistically was not horrible. He didn't, you know, he turned the ball over, but it wasn't, but he was wildly ineffective. And I don't know why that was. It was like almost like they, because they, they didn't ride JT until like midway through the season. Like they didn't realize like they could, they could just hand it off to this guy and he was just going to go buck wild and run right down the, the throats of defenses and no one's going to be able to stop him. You know, Carson was get Carson, so I heard somebody say, I don't remember who it was, say, somebody said that Carson getting hurt against the Rams when Aaron Donald kind of gator-rolled his ankles right. was like the best thing that happened to the Colts because Carson stopped being able to run around and he had to just sit in the pocket and throw from the pocket. Right. And that's when he started getting better. Right. And then, you know, he would start running around again. He got a little healthy, and next thing you know, he's throwing left-handed interceptions in his own end zone. Yeah. Those things happen. Carson Wentz is that, like, he's that dude that you, like, you, you – you look at him and you're like, how are we not winning more games with him under center? And then you watch him and you're like, what are you doing? What is that? And you just, it's so frustrating to watch because you know how good he can be. And yet you get this, and then you just get this dud, dude. We, you know, winning you're in. I mean, this is a playoff game. It, dude, really? Winning like, you're in in a play, in basically bro. a playoff game and you're just, that's it, dude. Like a four point four QBR, dud. And you owe him fifteen million dollars next year. You gave up a first round pick to get him, so you're not. He's not going anywhere, right? I mean, unless you move heaven and earth to get, you know, one of the big names that's rumored to be available this offseason. But and like, who else could we? I mean, I guess we could make some like transactions on defense, things like that. Like well, obviously, the, the Colts there's definitely always need an edge rusher. I told you, I told you that like two right. weeks ago. They needed an edge rusher. I want to keep DeForest. I want to keep Darius. Well, you have to keep those guys, but you need to yeah. add to them. You need an edge rusher because a lot of the, how many times have we talked about it this year with the Colts? But they just blew games late. They had nobody. They don't have a closer. Yeah. They don't have a Von Miller, or Demarcus Ware, or Khalil Mack. No, and you Aaron put Donald. one of those. You put one of those on our team, and uh, Lawrence doesn't make that fucking dime throw to the fucking back of the goddamn end zone for that touchdown that True. he threw. You know what I mean? He would have been dead to rights. Right, but with unfortunately, the, fumb- with the fumbled snap, or the, the, way the snap sna- popped yeah, up in the air. Yeah, and it's yeah. like fuck, man. You I mean, know? it's it was just one of those. It was one of those games, one of those seasons for the Colts that was. It was a roller coaster because there was. We were so up and down, dude. There was games that the Colts played in against teams that they should have lost to and did lose to, but you were like, wow, that was actually closer. Like, no one expected them to take the Rams and the Bucks, you know, down to the wire. No one expected the ten- them to yep. compete with Tennessee the way that they did at the time that they did. Yep. And took out Derrick Henry. And then they go and they lose. You're welcome, NFL. They lose the last two games of the season to Oakland and, and Jacksonville. It's just like. What? What? Like how? Yeah, crazy, dude. I mean, do you blame Frank Reich? Nah, I don't think it's Reich's fault. I love Frank Reich. I hope he holds. I do too. For a long but time, but you've got to you've got to wonder aloud. Like I hope we hold. Given how wildly flat, uh, unprepared, and flat the Colts looked on Sunday. Yeah. Is, I mean, is it a coaching thing? Is it just a locker room thing? Like I think it was locker room, dude. You can't really, but you gotta you gotta look around that locker room and look at guys that are sitting there going like, "Yo, we're hungry." Like we want to get to the playoffs. Like we made it to the playoffs last year with an aging, aging, aging ancient Philip Rivers. We want another crack at this. We know we can get back. And he just come out and just drop a deuce right on the logo. Horrific. And then it was horrific. Falling. I know you're not going to tell me, man. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Tough to watch. Tough to hear. It, it was just ugh. Gross. When what's that? Newton's law or whatever? You Murphy's know? law. Murphy's, if it can, Murphy's, it will. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was uh, the fucking 
Steelers fans sitting there going, yeah, baby. Like, right? Fuck it. Pittsburgh, like, Pittsburgh was celebrating. Pittsburgh was popping bottles saying, hey, this 8 o'clock game means something now. God like, damn. Like, right? let's go Raiders. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh was Pittsburgh. They put the silver and black on. That was probably the second loudest. Because that was it. If the Colts had won, that was Vegas. it. So right. the Colts lost, yeah. and it was like, oh, shit. They're now still... it opens it wide up to so three other teams. there's a chance. It's like, Jesus Christ. Right. Man. And the, the, all three teams could have made it had that game tied on Sunday Night Football. So yeah. we'll jump into that. Well, like you said, I pray to God that the fucking Raiders end up seeing the Steelers somehow and the Steelers dick stomp them because it would be so funny. Wouldn't that be hilarious? If the Raiders had just taken the kneel and it allowed the Chargers to get in the rate, the Steelers wouldn't be there. Right. And they would have played them, but I hope the Steelers dick stomped the Raiders somehow. It would be the greatest thing ever. If hypothetically – Let's say the Steelers and the Raiders got to the AFC Championship game. Now, obviously, it's a bit borderline, a long shot. borderline impossible for it's that a to long happen. Shot. But if the AFC Championship were to be hosted in Vegas and the Steelers were to come in and beat the Raiders, oh my God, could you it. imagine the gut-wrenching feeling knowing that the Raiders, like if they lost that game, that they lost to the team, that all they had to do was take a knee with three seconds left in overtime? That was it. And they, they, they wouldn't have even been there. Wouldn't have even been. They wouldn't even had the chance to beat you. What an absolutely gut wrenching. I would love it. I'd be like, I yeah, would fuck you. I would be the biggest Steelers <laughs> fan in the history yep. of the world on oh, Championship TJ Sunday. To get six sacks in one game. Oh my god! Pick. I would be. I would be. I would. I I'd would, go buy a TJ Watt jersey. I'd have a big Ben jersey on. Yeah. I, yeah. You get Ben. I'll get yep, Watt, and yep. we'll just fucking flex I'll that even, shit. I'll even go. I'll even break out. I got. You know what? I got to leave you on. Bell Jets jersey autographed. I'll wear that. Fuck. Just you know, oh, we got a Paul Amalu for the for the juju. Yeah. You know, like for the big juice. I would be I would be rooting for the Steelers so hard in that scenario. Obviously, it's next to zero percent chance impossible because <laughs> I don't think either one of those teams, Steelers or the Raiders, are getting out alive uh, of this weekend. Uh, but let's no, talk a little bit about not. let's talk a little bit more about the Chargers and the uh, and the and the and the Raiders because there was a couple of interesting things that took place in that game. Dude. Yes, the ending was wild. Yes, it was crazy. But oh, hold on, we'll take this call first. Joey Fats Radio, row one seat one. Good talk. Okay, that was it. Okay. Right. <laughs> call back. Yeah. Um, so. Did anyone else? Am I the only one that like just like so? I got to the Chargers Raiders game and I'm like watching it and I'm like, all right, this game's over. Like, there's like three minutes and change. To I go. definitely felt that. I'm like, the Raiders are gonna win. Like, I'm like, fuck. Like, I wanted the the Chargers to win because I I wanted the Raiders to get eliminated. Yeah, I wanted the Chargers to win absolutely. You know, I want to fuck yeah. the Raiders. B, I right. love Justin Herbert. He's an Oregon duck. Yeah, like always, Hello. always fuck the Raiders. Always, right. And, right. and that's just. That's my like baseline. It's like, yeah. oh, who do you hate? Who do you hate the most? Well, I mean, I hate the Patriots number one, then the Chiefs are number two, and then the Raiders are a close three, like two A. Like those are my three most hated teams. I loathe the Raiders, loathe them. Like, and they they're just they're such a shit organization, and have been for the last twenty something years. Yeah. Like the fact that they're in the playoffs now, and now if they think they're people again, is just like, oh, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Like, can you all just trade Derek Carr to the Giants so I don't have to, so I can start rooting for him the way I want to, please? Like, I wouldn't even root for him. Like, Fuck. I like Derek Carr. I really do. I like Carr. I think he's yeah, a, I think he's a great yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. I just don't think, I just don't think he'll ever realize his full potential in Oakland because Oakland is such a shit run franchise that they can't get the pieces around him in order to make a winner. True. 
they just they're they're always gonna do dumb shit like take Henry Ruggs before Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, and Jerry Judy. Right, true. You know, they're gonna take Robert Gallery number two overall. Like whatever. Like just go just back and trash. Look at, just go pick a thing. Like who yeah. cares? The Raiders have been just screwing up right. for twenty something years. I mean, they haven't been good since Rich Gannon was their MVP, was the league MVP. Mm. Man, I was still in high school the last time the Raiders were good. Yeah, I know. Like that's that's a that's a bad that's a poorly run franchise. And I know Al Davis towards the end was you know starting now. to lose it, right. but it doesn't look like God Mark Mark soul. Davis and his haircut. It doesn't look like he's doing any better. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is just you know, like I feel like Mark Davis walks around with like a door of the Explorer backpack on. He's like backpack backpack with his fucking bowl cut. Yeah, with yeah, his bowl with his bowl cut, and he's just like fucking <laughs> Mark Davis. And I was like, whoa, dude, what did you have to rip on? Como estas biblioteca? <laughs> Man, dude, I don't know how you to rip Mark Davis so hard. <laughs> like, can you imagine Mark Davis walking into the owners' meetings? There's like 31 other guys are just like, out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, but guys, seriously, I got some out. Mark, your lunchbox goes over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got his own little cubby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mark, okay, Mark, guys. did you wash your hands and before you came in? Yeah. From, after you came in from recess? Yeah. Mark, did you tinkle? Yeah. Okay, please make okay, sit and be quiet. Mark, you don't pull your Mark. pants all the way down. <laughs> he does the butters. Yeah. <laughs> Puts his pants on the floor and lifts up his shirt. Yeah, like, that's Mark Davis. Yeah, I feel like that's Mark Davis. It's just like that fucking haircut. Fuck dude. the Raiders, man. I Fuck can't them. But that that game was wild. So I remember like thinking I'm like, all right, I'm gonna shut it off. Like, let's go play some Halo, like get the fuck out of here, like let's go do some fun stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, Justin Herbert's just like, no, I don't go away yet. Oh, what's that? Fourth and fourth and fourteen. Let me, let me just complete this one. And it like it was like it was wild because like first down, second down, third down, the, the Chargers would do nothing and be like, all right, it's fourth and seventeen. And Justin Herbert's like, got it. Yeah. Like, did you? I think they converted like what four or five fourth six, downs on that six for six for like a hundred and eight yards and a touchdown. Like on fourth down. I think that was in like the last six, drive alone. Yeah, six for six. Yeah, for like a buck away or over a hundred yards in a touch, on on fourth down. On fourth down, wild only. I fucking love Herbert. He was nasty at Oregon. I'm a Ducks fan, so Herbert's my homeboy. I wish the fucking. Could you imagine Herbert on the Colts? Fuck. Oh yeah. Fuck. Fuck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry. But seriously, like that's like, that's crazy. Mom said, "Dad says you say fuck too much." I do. Sorry. <laughs> As I just repeated it three very loud times. But. That game, that that whole final sequence was was insane, because you're thinking you're like, all right, they're not going to get to overtime. Seriously, like this isn't going to happen. Yeah, Chargers are going to lose, and then like six fourth six fourth down conversions later, the Chargers are in the end zone. And you're like, how? How is this possible? And then we get the exchange and the and the overtime, and now all of a sudden, Steelers fans start sweating, because this they just punt punt turnover punt punt. They're going back and forth. That clock's ticking. Nobody's even getting close. And they're sitting there going, all right, well, we could just, like, take some knees and go to the playoffs. Like They could. When you think about it, so Staley, for whatever reason, when he called that timeout in overtime with whatever the, like, 38 seconds left it was, right, had to be the most idiotic call of the entire year. Because if you're the Raiders, you're looking at what? A forty, at least a forty-five yard plus field goal right. at that point. Right, forty-five yard plus. How many times do we see things go horribly wrong on field goals? 
a block, a scoop and score. All the Raiders had to do was say, you know what? We're just going to come out and take a knee and go to the playoffs. Like, we don't even have to kick this ball to get in the playoffs. We don't have to. We, we, all we got to do is literally drop to a knee, victory formation, we're in the postseason. That's the Raiders' mentality. And then Staley goes and calls a timeout for some inexplicable reason. The Raiders get set up. They rip off seven more yards. Now they're like, okay, we got three seconds. We'll kick the field goal. And there was a little, you could read the lips. I forget who it was that was talking to somebody. The Raiders and Chargers players were talking after, and they were like, yo, were you going to kneel it? And they were like, yeah, we were. And they're like, ah, because that would have put the Chargers and the Raiders in the playoffs, and the Steelers would have been on the outside looking in. Right. So the Chargers and the Raiders, so the Chargers are sitting there going, please just take a knee, and the Raiders are going, you know, that's actually not a bad idea. Like, we don't want to do it that way, but it's 100% probability that we go to the playoffs. Because if this guy comes out, and I know Carlson hasn't missed in Vegas yet. He hasn't missed in that stadium, the kicker, Raiders kicker. But what if he comes out and Joey Boza gets a hand on it and all of a sudden somebody's picking it up and running the other way and the Chargers win on the final play of overtime. Right, and the Raiders And now the Raiders are going home and they're sitting there going, all we had to do do was take a knee. Victory formation, and we go to the playoffs. And, and so all that has to be running through uh, Benaccia. Benaccia, did I say his, his, his last name right? Don't Benaccia. Know. Yeah. His head. And he's going to be sitting there saying, you know, this might not be the bad, the worst thing in the world. Is it? Is it a sexy thing to do? No. Do I really want to do it? No. But is it going to get us but to the playoffs? smart. Well, that's the thing. The the. I not, think you'd get credibility for being smart after to that. To not take the knee, I feel like, was kind of stupid. I know your kicker's great, but there's a lot that could go wrong here. There's a lot that could go wrong. And if that if that had gone tits up, mark my words, that Benaccio would not be fired. He would not be in he would not he would have he would have been Right there with Vic Fangio and yeah, everybody you know. and B Flow uh, and everybody uh, else on Miami, Monday morning. Uh, Flores. Flora, Brad, yeah. B-Flow. Oh, oh, yeah. And uh, he would have been right there in line with all them looking for work. Zimmerman, like, there's plenty of guys. People Zim, yeah. get fired. It, it, your plan's coming together. Nathaniel Hackett and Zimmerman. I told you. I, I, almost, I almost sent it to you the other day. I was like, oh, shit, Zim got let go. I'm like, Joey's plan's would. coming together. I'm like, here we go. We'll talk about the coaching carousel here uh, in, in the final uh, final little bit of the show uh, in a couple of minutes. But I just want to touch on a couple other things here. So, you know, the, the Raiders, from the Raiders' standpoint, I think it was stupid to kick the field goal. I think it was absolutely – it was irresponsible. It was. All you got to do is take the knee. Yeah, really. Listen, I don't care. At that point, this isn't like a regular season game where you're like, well, you know, like the old, uh, 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 what was it, Lou Saban, I believe it was, the Broncos, one of the Broncos' first uh, ever head coaches, played for the tie at the end of regulation back when the overtime rules were different and they didn't have overtime, he just and he played for the tie. And he said, well, you know, a half a loaf of bread is better than no loaf of bread. And the fan base was just like, you. Yeah, like, well, what gives him right? See you later. Yeah. And he lost the fan base and ultimately it led to him being fired. That's not this. This is take a knee, you're in the playoffs. Take a knee, you're in the playoffs. You could have a bad snap, you could have a fumble, you could have a blocked kick. There are so many things that could go wrong. And yet you're just like, shake them, das, and roll them. Shake them, das, and roll them. Yeah. And you're like, I'm watching it. I'm going, I can't believe it. 
And, of course, everybody in Pittsburgh is elated when they see Carlson come out to kick the field goal. And they're like, okay, please just hit this. Please hit this. Because, again, if he misses, it's all for naught anyway. You know, all that's for nothing. Like, there's still yep. Chargers and the Raiders are still going to the Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, uh, going to the playoffs. There's a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Done. Like, that's it. And you took T.J. Watt out of the playoffs. Now you went and put T.J. Watt in the playoffs. Yeah, Good yeah. luck, motherfuckers. You got to be <laughs> like, I'm not, look, I, we'll do our predictions before the show's over. Uh, but spoiler alert, uh, I do have one major upset for this weekend uh, that, I've, that I've picked. Um, but it's, 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 not, it's not Pittsburgh. It's not Pittsburgh. I wanted to pick Pittsburgh. I, think, I want Pittsburgh to beat Kansas City in the worst way. It's not going to happen, but I want it to happen. I think Pittsburgh is going to be a big spoiler, but I don't think they're going too, too far. I think they're going to I, – I think One big upset and done. I could see – okay, I could see them having like a Tim Tebow moment where they come out and just ball out perfectly and knock the Chiefs oh, off, yeah. and they get blown the no, fuck out next week. Yeah, pretty much. That's just like, like <laughs> wait, this team's here? Like, shut up. Yeah, that, that's here. what I'm – it's not going to be by Tennessee or uh, – it, it, it would be by Tennessee. It would be by Tennessee. If mm. Pittsburgh wins, they go to Tennessee. Honestly. They're, they're the final seed and they play the one. Honestly, if Pittsburgh plays Tennessee, I'm taking Pittsburgh. If, if Pittsburgh I play, beats if I Kansas listen, City – If I'm going to watch another Pittsburgh-Tennessee game, I'm going to be kind of upset. I have a feeling it's if kind Pittsburgh of ends up going to Tennessee, I'm taking I'm taking Pittsburgh. Well, we'll let's let's worry about this week first. But yeah, we'll fuck uh, the Colts. I mean, but yeah, and then like one, so it's just a gut wrenching <laughs> loss for the Chargers because it was right there for them. Yeah, and they call the timeout when the Raiders were in all likelihood just going to take the knee and say screw this, let's right. just get to the playoffs. Like, why are we even chancing it? Right. You know, I've had that conversation in my flag football leagues where we're up by you know eight, we're up by a score, up by a touchdown. And we get a turnover on, like, you know, they're, like, inside their fucking, whatever, five-yard line or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And I remember looking at my quarterback, my buddy Justin, and I just go, dude, just take the knee. He's like, take the knee? He's like, no. I'm like, bro. I'm like, take the knee. I'm like, if you throw a fucking pick right now, we're fucked. I am going to murder you. Like, I will drive the car off the highway on the way home. Guy, I'm not going to throw a pick. Let's go get the score. Let's go get the score. What does he do? Throws the pick. Throws the pick. Luckily for him, my speed saved the touchdown, and the game was over. Oh. Joey Fats Radio, row one, see one. Hey, what's up, boys? Pat, what up, what's bro? happening, bud? I'm on vacation, so I spaced out that Tuesday night. It's dedicated row oh. one, see one night. Oh, look at that. You're calling in on your vacation, though. That's props to you. Oh, where are you, oh, on, you, where are you on vacation? I want to ask. I have a bunch of questions, but I'm going to ask Paul first. Fire away. I'm not, I'm not being a bully, but what happened to the Colts? He missed the beginning lost. of the show, so he didn't hear Paul's explanation. So yes, Paul, go ahead and they go. fucking lost. I mean, I mean, listen, like we came out. Castleman's got sacked six times against a you know where the fuck was the old line? You're going against the two and twelve. I mean, two and fourteen Jaguars team. Like, yeah, I think they kind of overlooked a little bit. Although I'd like to not. I mean, I'd like to give like the coaching staff a little bit more credit than that to say that they wouldn't do that. But they haven't won in, in Jacksonville since 2014. I mean, I don't know what the hell that is or why why that's happened or what. Maybe it's a stigma. But, I mean, Jacksonville came out to play. I It was what it was, you know. I mean, even even Lawrence, they, they, Lawrence looks solid throwing dimes. The O-line couldn't protect shit. JT couldn't get going. Carson Wentz had a, what, a 4.4, Joe? 4.4 QBR, yes. 4.4 QBR from Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's not going to really do you much, especially against a trash-ass team like that. But 
as the Colts season had been the whole time, it's like a roller coaster, man. It was up and down. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't too sold on on the Colts making a a, a deep playoff run, even if they had made it. You know but what I mean? you weren't sold on Carson Wentz from Jump Street either. From Jump Street, exactly. So I was, I was, I was more excited for Wentz than than you and Sean were. Yeah. And I, I maybe look. I, I was Carson hopeful. Wentz surpassed my expectations this year for sure. He came up short of mine. Granted, again, we talked about it. And Pat, I don't know. Did you? Did you know? If I had told you, Pat, September first, yeah. Carson Wentz is only going to throw two interceptions all season on the road. We're gonna stop listening to the show, right? Like, what would you? What would you? You would have predicted. You would have predicted the Colts would have been like they, they fourteen and th- thirteen, twelve, thirteen win team, right? Like, team. I can't believe it. I can't either. I, 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 I just, I, it's, it's, it, and it's tough to put your finger on what it is. Like, obviously, the quarterback position was ineffective this year. It worked, but not great. Yeah. But it's just so weird, like to have a team with that good of a defense, that stout of yeah. a running game, still just find ways to blow can't nine games. I can't believe it, honestly. Joey, it's, uh, I have to ask. There's a ton of good games this weekend. I don't, I don't want to take a ton of your time, but you take uh, as much time as you want, Pat. You called in on your vacation, give bud. Me, give me your if these three, other three teams or five teams lose their seasons of failure. Is there certain teams you could pick out in the first round? If they lose, they're absolute failures. If the se- if they lose in the first round, the season's a failure. They're bums. If they lose in the first round, they're bums. Well, they're yeah, Kansas failed. City for sure. Kansas City, KC for sure. Buffalo definitely. Yep. Yep. Uh, there that would be a failure. Uh, the Bucks. Yeah. The Bucks too. Yeah, and I would it. probably say the Rams would probably be to round that out. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, the Cowboys, if they lose, like, yeah, the season's a failure, but I feel like people so automatically, the they expect the Cowboys to lose. Yeah. Cardinals <laughs> were shit last year. They just had a great run. Like, right. they the, weren't expected to be, like, this, like, the Cardinals, high, you know. yeah, but, I mean, the Cardinals started off, like, what, 10-2 and two at one point? They were 10-2 yeah, and two this year. Yeah. And they just fell off, and they got exposed for being what they are. Like, I exactly. know T-Hoff was hurt, but they're just – Kyler Murray's great. I think he's going to be fantastic if he can stay healthy and, and stop being, you know, right. a midget, but – um, well, he can't help the last part, but he can he can stay healthy. <laughs> I just think it's just yeah. I think the Rams for sure. The Rams, the Rams, the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Bills. I think those four teams, if they lose on Saturday or Sunday or Monday in this case, um, yeah, that's a that's a blow. Especially, I think the Rams would probably be the number one seed because they went all in. I mean, they went and got Von Miller yeah. midseason. Everything they got Stafford in the offseason. Cups got the title. The wide receiver. He's the triple. He's the triple crown winner. Yep. Yeah, I think those. I think those four. But at the top of that list, I would definitely put the Rams. And still, Sonny Michelle was in the top ten. Was he rushing? Somewhere. Did he round out ten? I think. I think they had a pretty good running. I think Sonny Michelle rounded out at least ten. I I believe. I was so mad they traded him. I know it worked out in the end, but I was mad. Really mad at the time. Right after they traded Sonny, they had those injuries or whatever COVID crap, and it's just it's like, damn it, we could have used that guy. Right. Well, yeah. that that was the thing with this year too. Is like you never really knew, you know, like what, what, the, like when the when the COVID bug was going to strike or when it if it yeah. was going to reattack. Because if you remember, I mean, for the for the majority of the beginning of the season, it wasn't there. You know, like we didn't have this issue in September and October. It only yeah. reared its head, you know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, according to this, I believe Michelle finished third. In no, Joey uh, was it? Let me ask. I gotta think about the good question, a football question to ask you. 
Um, Shoot, and bro. what's your most? I know you're a Broncos fan. Uh, Brian Flores was. I'm sure I, you probably talked about it. Missed it. It was a bullshit fire. Do you, would you take Brian Flores on the on the Broncos? Is there a certain coach you're looking forward to? Hopefully get an interview with the Broncos. Yes. So as I stated last week, or as I was telling my brother last week, and he he kind of uh, no, Sony Michelle didn't finish anywhere near the top. By the way, no, no, okay, not even close. He's not even according to this. Sony's not good. He's, he's not even in the, he's not even in the top twenty. Top high five. I'm probably mistaken like Austin Eckler for like a Rams fucking logo. Yeah, Austin Eckler the was up there, but because yeah. the Charges and the fucking Rams um, logos are similar, <laughs> they're both L.A. <laughs> as far as so, I, I think it was. I think I think firing Flores was a bad move. I think they probably should have moved on from Tua if they were going to pick between Tua and Flores. Yeah. I think I would have moved on from Tua. Granted, I still think they're probably going to move on from Tua, whether they replace yeah. him with Russ or Watson or, you know, whomever is available. Um, I don't think Tua – listen, I got a buddy who's a Miami fan. Swears yeah. up and down that, you know, the and he's got all the stats and says, you know, all the records, you know, the, the, the Dolphins record with Tua, without Tua, B-Flow's record with Tua, without Tua, you know, cites the winning streak. I get it. Like, those numbers, though, to me – are yeah. fraudulent because if you yeah. look at who the Dolphins played during that, you know, eight of nine game winning streak when they won what seven in a row, teams, they were well. Who was, was uh? What was the quarterback's name? Ian Book or something like Ian Book. Ian Book. Ian like Book. you had Ian Book. Um, yeah, the uh, you had right the Saints. You had Saints you had the legendary Mike Glennon, Zach, um, oh Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. I mean, we oh, were at, we were we were at the game when Tua beat Mike Glennon, the the oh, world no. beating yeah. All Pro quarterback Mike Glennon. Who yeah. oh, not for nothing? I liked Mike Glennon at one point in, in my life when Peyton retired. I wanted Mike Glennon in Denver. I thought he yeah. could. I thought he had some serious potential. We were and at that game and they still almost lost. Yes, they did. so. The Dolphins' win-loss record with Tua was—it's a little—it's a little fraudulent because you look at the quarterbacks they played, and then you look at the ones they lost to, and they come in like to a must-win game against Tennessee, and it's like this is a huge game, and they just yeah. get the doors smoked off them. It's like all right, and then you're like, well, that's the coach's fault. Nah, no, that's your team got exposed for what it is. You didn't play yeah. Ian Book or Mike Glennon. You played Ryan Tannehill and a well-coached Tennessee Titans team that has a yeah. fucking shitload of talent. Um, yeah. But to your other, po- other point, um, as far as coaching in Denver goes, my ideal yeah. coaching staff right now would be Nathaniel Hackett, the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator. Who is that? I've never heard of that person. He's, he's the Packers OC right now. Oh, damn. I would like that. him. Wow. If we can't get him, I know I, I, I this hurts me to say it, but I think Dan Quinn. Would be the next best option. Danny Quinn, baby, yeah. The Cowboys could go far, Joey. I know I'm not trying to make you uh, hang up on me, but you never know with Dan Quinn. We probably wouldn't. No, he might be all right. He'd he'd probably be number two on my list. If we can't get Hackett, I would like Quinn. If we can't get – No, I don't want anything to do with – conversation. Jim Harbaugh, Broncos, no? Nope, don't want anything to do with Harbaugh. Shit, okay. Not a damn thing. I, I watched I watched him just slowly grind away or quickly grind away that San Francisco team okay. and just completely blow it. Um, now nah, I'm all set with Harbaugh. I wouldn't okay. mind – honestly, uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on Kellen Moore, the Cowboys yeah. offense coordinator. I mean, I know he's only 33. Young coach. So. But young, offensive-minded, aggressive head coaches are – That's of, the I mean, new wave, You look dude. at Shanahan, Kingsbury, McVay. McVay, yep. There's, oh, God, the, Kingsbury's failed – 
And I, I'm not making fun of Kingsbury. He's better looking than me. He's a harder girlfriend than me. But he's, <laughs> ever since Texas Tech, he's oh, like the girl say that. season everywhere he's been. No, yeah, he's he, – look, I don't know if he's like the next great thing, but at least, you know, the Cardinals are in the playoffs and yeah, offensively fair. they're pretty good. Yeah. And then as far as like a defensive coordinator, I would want either B-Flow or Mike Zimmerman. Yeah. Depending on – and then it, it, offensive it coordinator be would be dependent on who we got as a head coach because – if you get Kellen Moore, obviously he's in charge of the offensive play calling. If you get Dan Quinn, then now you need an OC, and I, I don't even know where to begin with whoever. Well, there, I heard today, Joey, this will make you happy, that um, the Chicago Bears might be the best opening because A-Rod's leaving the Packers. And the this Lions. is true. That, that is that sucks, is a that so. is a big factor, too. Like wherever, yep. And that's the thing, honestly. I don't give a shit who we get as a head coach if we land Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, the head coach. Like, it'll be the, it's it's like Pee Herman as catch as head coach. Let him have Pee Herman. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers. Well, who do you want as your head coach, A Rod? Who do you like? Yeah. Oh, you want Matt Lafleur? Fine. Packers. Package up Lafleur. Bring him. He's coming with yeah, us. Exactly. Uh, no, but I mean, it would just be like because you get A Rod and it becomes it becomes like the Mike Brown effect, right? When yeah. you know, like, how do you win Coach of the Year in the NBA? Step one, coach LeBron James. Step two, wear a suit. You win coach of the year. That's all Mike Brown had to do to win coach of the year. Because, And yeah. I'm not trying to shit on Mike Brown. I'm not, like, I don't know why I'm, fly, like, you know, just destroying Mike Brown for no apparent reason. But good coach. But whatever. not exactly, <laughs> uh, you know, he's not exactly, you know, Pop or, you know, Phil right, or right, any of right. those guys. But you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, think the, I think the whole coaching carousel thing, I, I would really like – Nathaniel Hackett okay, and later. Zimmerman as though that's kind of like my ideal situation ideal. because I think because I that, think would, that get, would get uh uh did I lose you guys nope you're right here okay cool yeah it just got echoey for a second there it was weird uh, I think that would help in landing a rod too and getting Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver if we had as an offensive coordinator so we yeah, didn't man, have to do I, it. I heard on sports radio uh, already that if whoever wants a rod they're gonna just tell him they're just gonna say like, dude, you pick the head coach. It's your, it's all you. It's like LeBron. So that I mean, yeah. I think he's definitely LeBron, out in Green Bay. Lives, I have family in Denver. My uncle wants Russell Wilson, but yeah, I mean, him or A Rod, who cares? It's like Bentley or Rolls Royce. They'll be good either way. I would and take I, I would take Russ as a consolation prize. AFC's better when the Broncos are good. Both True. of us growing up. I do like that. The Broncos is better when the Broncos are good. I agree. I think I think everything's better when the Broncos are good, especially my my personal life, my marriage, uh, (laughs) my you know everything's just better when the Broncos are good. Everything's happy. People are good. You know everything's great around here. Uh, You know everything's everything's just coming up Millhouse. You know, Um, but no, I think it would be I think it'd be great. I think Russ would be a good consolation if we couldn't land a Rod. And don't close the the door on Deshaun Watson either. Yeah, I mean, out of life. those three, like you know, we've we've life. quietly kind of like forgotten, like with all the A Rod drama, we've quietly yeah. forgotten about like where Deshaun Watson's going to play next year. It's not going to be Houston, Ain't obviously. No, nope. it could. It, I I don't think so. I think by firing Flores and rolling with Tua, I don't know that they're. I don't know. I I still hear Miami is in on Watson. Wow. But I don't. Why would you fire Flores if you're just going to give him a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Why would you go and uproot everything? Race, but they're both black. I would have thought that. I think that's why Watson had liked <laughs> liked the Flores a lot. He liked Brian Flores. He did. I think he did. Well, he did say that because he did. He he wanted Eric Bieniemy. There is some truth to that. 
and he did say he wanted Eric Bieniemy because he was black, or there was something like yeah. that. There was some sort of th- like statement yeah. or made from Deshaun Watson about because he didn't like uh, uh, Dave Cully as the uh, as the head coach. Yeah, and, and and everybody just assumed it was because he hired another white guy, and I think Watson yeah. even made so much of a comment. Mm. Um, you know, and it didn't help too either with like the whole McNair and the ownership thing, and then the Texans firing yeah. the PR girl who was one of the best in the league. I mean, the Texans are kind of a mess. Granted, Dave Colley actually did, given what he had, pretty decent yeah. job. Did pretty well. And that kid, what Millis, the quarterback there. I mean, just, that kid could be the real deal. Else. I don't know. Right. Right. So, but yeah, it was uh it's going to be a it's going to be a fun offseason. I'll tell you what, Pat, I am very much looking forward to February 8th when this season is over. <laughs> I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I don't mm, I do. I'm, I do though. I just don't care. Just want to get me get me to free agency. Get me to the get me to the offseason. Yep, me too. You there, Pat? Nope, we lost Pat. Okay. Okay, well, we lost Pat. Thank you for the call, Pat. We appreciate it. 774-992-8702. If you want to give us a call, talking all things NFL. Uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit a little bit about the, 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 the B-Flow firing in, in Miami. I thought it was a little strange. I didn't like it. I don't think Brian Flores was the problem. I don't think anybody liked it. Maybe from a, from maybe a Brian fan. Flores wasn't the solution, but I don't think he was the problem. Right. So how do you remedy that if you're an ownership? You know what I mean? Like, it just becomes kind of an issue. And I could go through the numbers, and I know the stats, you know, with Tua, without Tua. You know, the, the, the Dolphins are good, notoriously get off to bad starts, you know, in, in, in the, to start the year, and they're, they're just – they seem like they have coaching issues. But do they really, though? I don't know. Mm. I think if Brian Flores ends up back in New England as a D.C. or a defensive assistant or something like that, I mean, Jesus, like – the rich get richer again. Like, yeah. he's a great coach. Now, he I don't have too bad of a record down there in Miami. It was about five hundred. Yeah, I think, and and I, it was it was under five hundred significantly without Tua under center. But my thing with Tua is this: like, I like Tua. You know me. I've been on the Pineapple Prince I bandwagon. Do. I like him too for, for ever since ever since uh, yeah. uh, Saban went to the bullpen. Was like, give me the lefty. Yeah, and. The Pineapple Prince came out and just slayed it and slayed the, slayed the Bulldogs in the national championship game in overtime. It was absolutely wild. I've been a huge Pineapple Prince fan since that day. Yeah. I just don't know that he has what it takes to be a long-term answer at quarterback in the NFL. He's not overly athletic. He doesn't have an overly like great arm. He doesn't show you anything that you're really like, oh, wow, like he does that excellent. Like Mac Jones... Very smart. Like, yeah, he makes some he makes some mistakes, but you he can makes a lot of good decisions. But he makes before yeah. that mistake, which I mean, what was he eighteen straight? Remember when he played? Uh, what was it against Tom Brady against the Bucks? Yeah, I mean, defense? right now, if you if you told me right now, Mac Jones or Tua, I'm taking Mac Jones taking seven Mac times, Jones. seven seven days out and twice on Sunday. I'm taking ten out of ten times. Mac Absolutely, Jones. Mac Jones for sure, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, Derek, good point. Flores on the Giants is the head coach. They just fired Joe Judge today. Kettleman's gone. The, the Giants fans are singing the praises. The football gods have finally smiled upon them. They get rid of Gettleman and Joe Judge. And I don't even know, again, I don't know that Joe Judge was the problem. I thought Joe Judge was actually, I thought he had that that locker room and that that team, you know, pretty well, pretty well in his pocket. Like, I thought he was doing a pretty decent job. They just haven't given him shit to work with. Right. I mean, Danny Dimes is a project. 
which we knew he would be, which is why everybody was shocked when they took him as high as they did. Yep. But Saquon's been, I mean, large in part, dude, he's a bust. I know. To this point, Saquon's I feel so a bust. bad. Dude. I, I, didn't I do think too. He was I gonna be. I didn't think he was gonna be, and I didn't want him to be, regardless of what what team he was on, just because of how, like you know, how highly Tony was coming out of the, out of college. You know what I mean? Like I, you always want to see guys like that do well, right? And it it just. I love Saquon they coming just, out. Yeah, and it's just, but it just, it just hasn't worked out for him injury wise. I mean, he just can't stay healthy, and it's, but when he is healthy, he's friggin' amazing. I know. I mean, you watch the guy, and you're like, holy god, dude! If this dude has one healthy season, he's gonna shatter Dickerson's record, and then he just, he's like, oh no, I just, you know, tore my quad. You're like, Wait, yeah. what? You know, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's sad. So I don't know that Joe Judge again. I don't know that Joe Judge might not have been the answer, but I don't know if he was the problem. Per se, Gettleman was definitely the issue in New York. That had to that had to end. Like that was that was a boneheaded hiring when it happened. I we first guessed it on this show yeah. when it happened. We were like, wait, what? And it just it never panned out as we knew it wouldn't. And now the Giants fans can can rejoice. They can breathe a little easier knowing they're going into a season with at the very least a fresh start. Might not be a 10, 11 win season, and, you know, all of a sudden things start going, you know, the way you want them to. But at least you're, if you're a Giants fan and, you let, and you're Big Blue, you can at least look to the future and say, okay, there's at least some shimmer of a light up there. It might be a mirage, right. but there's something up there. Right. We're going to go find it. And who they take? I mean, I think B-Flow would be a great guy to go to, to New York. You know, he just yeah, came out of the Miami up, job. Just comes out of Miami, get, losing that job unfairly, I think. You know, yeah, unjustly. So yeah. And, you know, I don't think he, I don't think he was I don't think he should have been fired. But that's the way it is in this league. If you don't win, you don't produce. And who knows? Maybe we don't know. Maybe there was things going on behind the scenes. Maybe he didn't have the locker room. Maybe there were players that you know, sometimes, you know, these GMs and these owners will talk to their players and they'll say, yeah, man, like, why did you guys get blown out by the Titans? Dude, we were just way underprepared. Like we just came out flat. We weren't prepared. Like they did things that we hadn't practiced. They We saw things that we didn't see like. You know, and maybe that was the final straw for Miami to say, you know what, Mr. Flores, better luck in your next endeavors, but we're going to go a different direction. Right. Maybe Miami's, maybe Miami's going to land that whale, and they're going to they're going to coax Harbaugh out of Michigan. No, I, because uh, what's his name? The the Dolphins' owner is a Michigan he, guy. He, yeah, but he said he wasn't going to be the one to take. Mm, everybody, everybody says know, things yeah, right they, now. Yeah, of course they do. I know. Yeah, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Steve, what the hell's his last name? Steve, I can't remember. Something with a P, I think. Um, I saw it today. Fuck but you know, everybody. Ago. Yeah, you yeah. think you think he really cares about the people of Michigan? I'm going to take Harbaugh from Michigan so that my team still sucks. Yeah. I want my team. You know what? I will. The Dolphins will fall on the sword from Michigan. What? No, no that's not happening. Uh, Ross, that's what it was. Ross, thank you. But uh, Stephen Ross. But it's it's not he can say whatever he wants now but if it's possible and then who knows what's going to happen with Pete Carroll in the coming days true you know this the, the Pete Carroll Russ Wilson situation in in Seattle is very fluid to say the least you know we could see we could see some moves there what if Pete Carroll gets let go or because Pete Carroll won't be fired because he's not a good coach or he's not but i think the direction like whoever the GM that they bring in to Seattle, if he if he and Pete Carroll aren't on the same page and and they you know they say listen I want to go in this direction Pete Carroll says no I want to do this, I think they'll say all right you know what Pete, 
the direction. The ownership and the GM want to go one way. You want to go the other. We're just going to part ways here. Thank you for everything you've done. It right. won't be like a firing because, well, you suck, you're done, get out of here. Right. It'll just be more of like a philosophical difference that he has with, with the ownership. And then that will sure. that will play into whether Russ stays or goes, what they do with him. Uh, and then what if Pete Carroll decides, I'm not done coaching. And he still wants to coach in the NFL. He's going to have his pick of a litter, too, if he wants to go coach somewhere else. Pete Carroll of the Giants, Pete Carroll in Miami, Pete Carroll, insert wherever here. Here, yeah. He'd be an upgrade for any of these coaches, Pete Carroll in Denver. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts here. I wouldn't love that. I would definitely not love it. Hmm. But you can't deny Pete Carroll's success and no. what he's been able to do in his career. Oh, so. sure. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. It's there's a lot of things that are that are moving around here. A lot of moving pieces in the coaching carousel, and the next couple of days are going to tell you. God no, they will if they hire Matt Nagy in in the head coach. <laughs> oh no, I will quit. The only good thing that the, just the, make Teddy Bridgewater your head coach. At that she, point. Right? No kidding. Like, <laughs> you're like, all right, who's gonna anybody anybody who's who's the top ten Madden players in the world? Yeah, let's just let's let one of them fucking coach. Yeah, the yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you be the play caller, you be the head coach, you he's be 12? the defensive guy. Fuck it, bring him in. Yeah, <laughs> he's twelve years old, sir. That's yeah, it's five okay. million bucks. Get on the edge of headset. Get the fuck over there. Yeah, get over there, coach these guys. Um, but no, that would I, I, I it's it's going to be tough. It's the coaching thing is always such a crapshoot. Like I know Denver's like requested to interview like eight or twelve candidates already. Jesus. You know, Eric Bieniemy being one. Uh, I did see Anthony Lynn got fired today, uh, which I thought was really funny because I was like, oh, where's all the people that were crying that Anthony Lynn got fired after one year with the Chargers? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it wasn't even fair. He got fired. If you know, he was, he only got fired because he was black. And it's like, no, nope, no, nope, he got fired because he's, he's kind of not really that great. Yeah. Like, got fired from another job today. So is was, did he get fired for that? Like, yeah, the right. Gerard Mayo rumor was wild. I didn't even realize Gerard Mayo was, like, at a point where he was would be interviewing uh, for a head coaching position. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Broncos are going to do their due that. diligence. They're going to interview everybody. I don't think there are maybe more than two or three serious candidates for any given job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these things, because you got the Rooney rule. You need to do the hires. You got to do the interviews. I mean, he's young, but yeah, but so is Kellen Moore, Pat. You know, Pal- Kellen Moore's young as well. Granted, I think Kellen Moore might have, you know, more experience coaching at this point than Mayo. I think he's, you know, he's a little bit higher up the tree than, than Mayo is. But right. look, I mean, all, more power to Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo can come in here and win a Super Bowl as a head coach. I am all fucking for it. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Just win. Yeah. That's all I want. Win. Effort at that point. Don't. But don't come in it. here and pull send some it. goddamn fucking Josh McDaniels shit <laughs> and be like, you know what, Cortland Sutton? Fuck you. See you later. Yeah. Oh, Javante Williams, we don't need that piece of crap. Get out of here. You know, and gut the whole team and just, you know, crumble it from within. Oh, yeah. God. I actually sent a screenshot to Sean today. Of me, of a, of a Facebook memory from 13 years ago. And it says, Joey is gassed that Josh McDaniels is the Broncos head coach. I was excited for that 13 years ago. I was. Wow. That's a true thing. That's that a true thing. <laughs> well, that, was, that lasted all of like three weeks, and then he 
fucking traded away Cutler and Marshall was all pissed off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, Josh was going to kiss like, my ass. I, I thought you were supposed <laughs> to be the offensive guru savior guy and you go and get rid of Jay Cutler. Like, I know Jay Cutler wasn't like a world beater by any means, but you go and trade over Kyle Orton? Like, what, what, what is... <laughs> Hard to believe it's already been 13 years. Yeah. 13. Time flies when you're having fun, bro. Seriously, bro. Seriously. Seriously, bro. Seriously, bro. Uh, speaking of Denver fans, too. So, uh, Sean told – he said, uh, I don't know if the audio is going to work great with this, with this clip, but you should be able to hear it. Um, Sean was very, 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 very happy uh, that because Denver became one of his new favorite teams, sneaky new favorite teams this week um, because because he – that should work. Because he... Oh, no. That, that's what I did before. <laughs> that's there goes what, the echo again. Yeah, that's what that was. Okay. Um, let's just do that. Do that. Will I get rid of it? Nope. Nope. That's not it either. Um, so, Sean was like... He was all thrilled about how uh, Denver is like now new, his new sneaky favorite team because of what they did to Jackson Mahomes. On oh, Sunday, yeah, so yeah. check this shit out. So that's some fan yelling. <laughs> He's yelling Mahomo at Jackson at Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> like, hey, Mahomo! And you see, uh, you see his wife, uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany, Brittany Mahomes. Brittany yeah, Holmes. she's no, no, Brittany. Well, yeah, well, whatever, Brittany Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah. and she just turns and she looks and she's just like, she's like, that's rude. It's like, um, first of all, what's rude is it's 2022 and you're wearing a Louis Vuitton top. Like, what is that? First of all, this is not 1999. Louis Vuitton is not cool anymore. Like, this is the that's so early 2000s. And also what is rude is those boots. Take them off. Go away. <laughs> That's rude. Those yeah. two things are rude. Uh, yeah, it's also rude doing a TikTok on Sean Taylor's yes. you know, memorial number and all that other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And then on top Fuck of that, you. everybody was like, everybody thought like people were yelling at her that there was uh because uh, I was browsing the the uh, Broncos Reddit and they were they were they were yelling at him. They're like, stay the fuck off DT's number, motherfucker. Like they were like people were like you take one step on that number. You're getting pelted with beers like I'm coming over the wall. Like right. <laughs> people were like you if you go dancing on his DT's number that's painted on the on the sidelines like we will we will murder you. Right, like, there will be no that will you will not survive. Sorry, and uh, people were yelling that, so there was a lot of that going on. And uh, but yeah, the Hama Homo thing was hilarious. That like, is funny, wicked childish. Yeah, like such a fifth grade level <laughs> insult. But you just like that, like <laughs> you get that little chuckle out of it. Yeah, like, you're like haha, like haha. You yeah, suck. Everybody yeah. hates you, and we you know you. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was uh that was hilarious. So that's what uh that's what they would that's what they'll have to look forward to. Uh, you know, by coming into uh, into Denver. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. The fans in Denver are great. They're I've been there. They are. It's going to be uh, – we'll, we'll be there next year for the Colts-Broncos game for sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, def- we'll, we'll hit that up for sure. Club seats. Um, anything else you want to throw in? Anything else you want to touch on? Or Just can't wait for the playoffs, bro. Playoffs. Let's do our picks real quick. Just can't wait for the fucking playoffs, man. We'll do our picks and we'll wrap it up and we'll call it a night from there. Um, y- you know what it sucks is, like, I built my bar – downstairs and i was so excited uh to you know to have it and then it dawned on me 
the other day, I'm not going to watch a single playoff game at that bar until Championship Sunday. That sucks, bro. Championship Sunday is the first time I'll be able to sit at my bar and watch a football game because That's not a little this chupito, weekend I'm working. I'm working this weekend because I have I have to cram. I have to work <laughs> Sunday, Monday, so I'm working Saturday, fr- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm working five straight days for the first time in like two years, and then on top of that, the following weekend. I have a wedding to go to. So I'll be in Florida, (laughs) and I'm gone again. So I won't be back to watch anything down there until Championship Sunday. I built this beautiful new little palace, the Le Fontaine Fats. Le Fontaine Fats. And I can't even sit down there and watch anything. Good, because I'm glad I got my downstairs set up so I can watch games down there while your ass is gone and wait for you to get the fuck back. Right? (laughs) Thank Uh, God. So uh, let's let's do our picks real quick. Saturday, 4.30, Raiders at the Bengals. Bengals. I'm going Bengals, too, because I think the Joe Mixon is the forgotten, like, motor of that offense. Like, I know all, you know, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, and they Burrow. I think they had three receivers go over 1,000 yards. They're going to be at home. It's going to be cold, probably. Yep. Crappy, crappy weather. I think the Bengals are just going to smash the Raiders. Yep. I'm going Bengals, man. Bengals. Fuck the Raiders. Bengals all day for me. Yep. I think the, the the Raiders. I don't think the the Raiders probably shouldn't even be there. Nope, that's why I'm going against. So them. they're playing with house money, <laughs> yep. which is you know always a dangerous thing. And yes. Derek Carr can't hurt you, but I think the Bengals will win that one fairly comfortably. I think they'll get their first playoff win since 1991. So we can finally stop seeing that tweet uh, that that meme. Uh, no one has ever posted on social or sent a text message about the Bengals winning a super winning a playoff game. It's like. First text message sent, 1992. Last Bengals playoff victory, 1991. So there will be text messages sent, fate, social media posts, and the one meme that I do enjoy will still stay true. No one will have posted on Facebook about the Raiders winning a, uh, a, a, a playoff game or social media at all for that matter. Yes, yes. I want Derek Carr to uh, lose his first start. Saturday night, 815, Patriots at the Bills, round three. It's one and one. Honestly? I'm going to take the Patriots. This was not as easy as I thought it was going to be, like, you know, eight weeks ago when, as the, the season Patriots. was going. I'm going with the Bills because the Bills are the better team. I know. I want the Bills to win. And they should win this game. But I'm going to. But, yeah, this one is uh, – this like one a makes gambling me, standpoint, I'm taking the Patriots. But this, I want the Bills to win, but – Yeah, I, what's the spread on that? Like three, four and a half, three know. and a half, four? If it was – if it's with the, with the points, if it was more than three points – I'd probably take the Patriots with yeah. the points. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Bills are going to put it on them by any means. Um, but, yeah, that could be – that scares me. Yeah. You know, for Bills fans, that scares me. I know. It's Bills I know. Mafia, I mean, Patriots bro. are hungry out there, man. Mac Jones, I'm telling you, you just, It's He's... Bill Belichick in the playoffs, dude. You can't – you just can't – you can't look past it. Yeah. And All of a sudden, a Josh Allen – tuned robot. Josh Allen – and Josh Allen's numbers at home versus the Patriots – are abysmal. He plays horrible in Buffalo yeah. against against Bill Belichick coach defenses. Yeah. Yep. On the road, for whatever reason, he lights him up. Right. In Gillette, he loves Gillette, but not not Buffalo. It's crazy. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Jalen Hurts Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, you're thinking hard. I know, because I love Jalen Hurts. I'll tell you where I'm going. Upset special. I'm going Eagles, baby. I'm going with the Eagles. Eagles this yeah, is my too. upset yep. of the week. I told you I had, t- I had one upset, big upset pick this I'm week. I'm taking it, too. I'm going with the Eagles. 
Something, uh, I don't know why, I just feel like this I is like that Jalen Hurts. I feel like Jalen Hurts is going to have his Tim Tebow moment. I like him. Where he's going to come in, it. he's going to beat the team that he has no business beating, and then they'll get throttled in the second round, but it won't matter because they beat Tom Brady and the Bucks, yep. and everybody will love him forever. I said I like Jalen Hurts when he got fucking hurt and got benched and fucking what, two, who, who came in? Was it? Oh, Some guy named Tua. Yeah, it was Tua. And then Jalen went to OU. Transferred, yeah. Transferred and tried to do his thing, and I was like, you know what? That kid, it was like he had he had the limelight. He was like the Bama starting quarterback, and he just had this fall from grace. It was just like, do you have it in you to rise back up? And here he is. From fucking Jalen Hurts, baby. He shall rise. He's back, and I like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a Bama fan, a huge guy, but I, I saw his story and where he came from and where he fell to and now where he is, I just think and I'm if, rooting for him. I just think if Philly can run the ball effectively, I'm rooting for him. I think they can they can do work against against Tampa. Yeah. I mean, we saw it too last year in the first round of the playoffs. The Colts the, can beat Tampa. They lost the to the Bucks. Jaguars. I think that the Eagles are better than that. I would well, hope so. Well, this is true. I mean, it doesn't work like that, but yes. <laughs> uh, but no, you saw it in the first round of the playoffs last year. The Bucks struggled against Taylor Heineke and the Redskins. Granted, yes. that was a really good defense in, in Washington. But I just think, I, listen, I think the Bucks are right for the pick. I think Philly, now I'm really disappointed in the Rams because they fucked up my whole first round. This should have been the Niners and the Bucks. We should have had Jimmy G and the Buck against Tom Brady. That would be sick. And that would have been just, ugh, I would have been so mad I had to work. So I'm kind of <laughs> almost glad it didn't happen. You would have banged anyway. I can't swap. Oh, shit. So. Yeah. I would have just it would have been bad, but I look I like I like Philly against the Bucks this week. Me That's too. my upset yep. special. I'm going with that. For the for the wild card weekend. Niners at the Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I don't know if this is an upset, but I'm going with the Niners. Cowboys. Cowboys I put know. up fifty two points this year twice. I know, I know, but I just I look at the Cowboys offense. They're hot. Are they though? It's like Randy taking 11 Keurigs. Hot, 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 hot. They're fucking rolling, bro. Micah Parsons fucking digs. Listen, Even though Diggs gives up mad yards, he's a hawk. He is. He's like a weird hawk. He's like he's like a Paragon Falcon. He's like nowhere to be found any other time. But when he is well, found, he's, he's, he's taking that ball. He's a, he's a gambler. You know, like like Dion said, show me a corner that's never been beat. I'll show you a corner that's never made a play. You know, like right. it's you, you can play safe, but if you're gonna take you're gonna take chances, then you ain't gonna and make, make plays. Then right. you're gonna you're gonna get beat sometimes. Right. It, it's what right. it is. Diggs is great. Michael Parsons is is a lock for defensive rookie of the year. Yep. Dak's playing well, dude. Dak, but I just I don't know that that CD, offense. Though, there's CD's something so about nice. the Cowboys in big spots. I know CD is nice. I know they've got uh, uh, what's Coop. his name, Gamari Cooper. I just don't see any explosiveness out of that. That Cowboys offense. You know offense. what's missing from that Cowboys offense? Zeke. Yeah. I don't Zeke see it. Zeke is hugely missing. Where is he? And what's I, he doing? Look, I just think with if you got Debo and and the Niners get the running game going and Shanahan calls a good game, I, I can see him. the Niners winning this game on the road. Niners are sneaky good. They are. They're very sneaky they're very, good. Team. I mean, we beat the ass. I'll tell you right now, so if they you, Niners if, and your if they had been fuck- if they had been playing Tampa in Tampa this weekend, I would 100% be taking yeah, the Niners. Yep. Not even a question asked. Yeah. Because they just match up much worse. Their matchup is much worse for the Bucks, I believe, right. than it is for the Cowboys. The Cowboys will probably – I mean, look, either way, I'm not going to be surprised if the Cowboys pull it off and, and they win it. I'm not going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. But They're going to put up 40 points. I like the Niners in this one. I do. I like Kittle. I like Mitchell. I like Debo. I like Jimmy G. If Jimmy G just takes care of the ball, people forget this is a team that was you know just two years removed from a Super Bowl. Right. So, right. 
and 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 had the Kansas City Chiefs on the ropes. Yeah. And oh no, no shit. You know, it third and seventeen and Tyreek Hill and there you go. <laughs> All that Fuck off. Stuff, yeah. uh, Steelers at the Chiefs. Sunday night, eight fifteen. We both taking the Chiefs on that one. No, I'm taking Steelers. Oh, you're taking Pittsburgh. So taking you're taking Pittsburgh. the upset. Yep. I wanted to take Pittsburgh in this upset, but I can't. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I just think, look, Big Ben is, listen, man, you're a warrior. If anybody can pull this off, it's Ben. But man, I think so. This is a tall task. They don't want to see TJ Watt, dude. No one wants to see. But they can this neutralize TJ Watt. This is the worst thing. Everybody's looking. It's like it's almost like some like Avengers like type like you know Infinity Stone shit where like someone does something to help the other, but it fucks this guy, it screws that one, and then next thing you know, this big shit storm happens. And that's what we have is the playoffs right now. <laughs> and no one wants to fucking see TJ Watt in the fucking, especially Patrick Mahomes. They're vulnerable. I'm sorry. I know they came to life. The Chiefs they, are vulnerable. They but are. they're just, it, dude, playoffs is 0-0. It's a brand new season. And I, I, I tell you, what, it was a mistake for the Raiders and the, and the, and the Chargers to do what they did and let, and let the Steelers into the playoffs because it's going to be a problem for somebody, and it might be one of them. I would well, love not it. not the Chargers, obviously. But love it. Love for the it. Raiders. If the Raiders beat. If the Raiders beat the, the Chargers to send the Steelers to the playoffs and the Steelers take care of business against Kansas City. That, like, imagine being the Raiders, just being like, ha, we own all of you. <laughs> eliminated you and subsequently eliminated you. Yeah. yeah. Suck it, bitches. You're like, you, like, that would be like the crowning achievement of the Raiders I don't want last that. 20 years. Yeah, I don't want that to happen, though, because fuck the Raiders. Well, the Raiders are still going to lose. Yeah, I know. But they could have substituted. But they by by beating the Chargers eliminated two of their division opponents right. from the from yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy. If to think about it. Your Steelers, the Steelers can pull out that upset, which I hope they do. God knows, I hope they do. That extra game, man. <laughs> the extra game, bro. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Uh, Monday night, eight fifteen. Cardinals at the Rams. Manning cast game. Rams. I'll be DV. I'll be DVRing that one. Rams. I'm going Rams. Rams. Yeah, I think the Rams are just going to get. I think the Rams are going to get hot. I think Vaughn Miller is going to show up. Aaron Donald's going to show up. Matt Stafford making me a little nervous, though. Seven interceptions in his last, what, three or four games? Is that what it is? He's He's, he's, he's been a little... But none in the fourth quarter or something like that? I well, saw. He threw one in the fourth quarter on Sunday. Oh, well... He hadn't had some. He hadn't thrown one in the fourth quarter for a while. That was probably the streak breaker. Then that's why I thought yeah, it. But he, uh, no, he, uh, he's been a little loosey goosey with the football. Excuse me, with the football, and um, it doesn't make doesn't instill a ton of confidence in me with this pick. But I just think the Rams are the better, healthier team right now, and yeah. that should be should be good. I'm just bummed I'm going to miss the Manning cast for this one. I love. Well, watching. you see, the Manning cast is undefeated, right? You mean the man in curse? The man in curse. Man in cast curse. Yeah. He's undefeated. He's undefeated. Yes. Yeah. Which is crazy. It even affects golf. Like, <laughs> it's, it's out of, it's out of, it's out of control. I love it. Yes. It's out of control. Yep. Pay, also, uh, one last thing. I'm speaking of Peyton. Peyton is a part of an ownership group that is angling to buy the Broncos. Mm. And John Elway is a part of an ownership group that is also a different ownership group that is looking to buy the Broncos. So you have Elway and Peyton in competing ownership groups looking to buy the Denver Broncos, because now the Kaiser, the former owners that were from Pat Boland, that lawsuit is settled, so now they can move forward with the sale of the team. So Joe Ellis will be out. Thank God. 
We will get a real owner, hopefully. And we will have John Elway still stick around in some form of fashion, the front office guy, and then George Patton can do his thing. And hopefully bring Peyton and, in some way. Or, or if Peyton comes in, great. If Elway comes in, great. Love to see Trey and Matt get in on that action. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Trey like, be like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, Elway, Manning, Matt, and Trey is like the four, like, the, the ownership group of the Broncos. I'd be like, yeah. Uh, I think I'll go with I think I'll go with Manning uh, as the guy I want to own the team because he's younger. He'll yes. be there. He'll be around longer. Yeah, yeah. You want pain? I don't want to ever go through this again. Like Pat Bowen was one of the greatest owners in sports history. I don't ever want to have to live through this again. I think Payton probably be a better one. I mean, granted, I I assume I'll outlive Payton. Knock he, on wood, he's older he's than me. A couple years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll probably be around the same. You know, roughly you know ten twelve years apart. Yeah. Right, whatever. But. Uh, yeah, no. If he I, does, he does. <laughs> but uh, no, I would, I would assume Peyton. He's a little, he's younger than Elway, so yeah, you know, I would, I would rather, rather him, him be the, in. You know, if we're gonna have one guy, one quarterback be right. in the ownership, big hopes for the Broncos organization dude, in a couple of years to come. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Who knows? You know, things are starting to look our way. We land a quarterback and a decent coach. We'll be right back in it with this roster, baby. I can't fucking wait. Facts. I can't wait till 2022. It's gonna be sick. I know. Fuck uh, this. I'm done with it already. No. This, I know. I am, I am so over this fucking Bring season. on the playoffs. Bring on the Super Bowl. Let's go. Yeah, for real. Gone to free agency and all that other fun but, shit. But uh, on that note, Paul, we'll uh, we'll dip on out of here. Let's do it, bro. We'll uh, call it a night. We'll wrap it up there. Yep. Uh, thank you, everybody. Oh, we didn't talk about Djokovic in the Australian Open. Ah, whatever. We'll talk about that next week. Who gives a shit? They, Basically, they gave they, him his visa back. He's getting out. Who yeah, cares? They, they, they gave him his visa back. They're, they're kicking him out of the country, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not going to be allowed, Bye, see yeah, be allowed yeah. to play. Yep. Uh, which is bullshit, but uh, you know they they basically left him in like an internment camp yeah. while he was while he was there. They were like they treated him like a second class citizen, but yeah, is what it is. We'll talk about that next week. But yep. uh, for Plizzy, I am Joey Fats. This has been Row One Seat One, Joey Fats Radio. Be sure to give us a like on Spotify and uh, like and share our page. Peace later.